when you come here, yeah, it's a great programmer. These people are that organize this competition are incredibly passionate about the Masters community, and that's what they're striving for. What you said is, if, if yeah, if we had a three-day competition that has seven, eight scored events, we would like to say, yeah, we we know who the fittest Masters athlete in every division who competed this weekend is because we tested a wide spectrum of fitness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Masters Fitness Championship podcast. I'm here with the, I mean, let's face it, the master of information himself. Be friendly, Brian Friend in the house. Brian, thanks you for uh, man, showing up and doing this with us, brother. Yeah, you know, I, I came last year for a couple days and they invited me to come back. It was kind of strange because overlapped with Power Monkey Camp, so I missed the last day there and the first day here. I also missed the swim last year somehow, so I'm a little bummed about that. I've heard that Aquatic Center is super nice. Uh, but, you know, happy to be back. And, and the floor layout's a little different. Tons of athletes competing, 40 divisions. So excited to get after it this weekend. Yeah, a little bit of growth this year, a little bit of change. Uh, I'm trying to fix, uh, you know, change the, the, the directions of the floor and, and everything that goes with that. So always been fun. Um, all right. So I feel like um, we, we always talk about we're here at, at the changing landscape of CrossFit. But I feel like that has become kind of the norm. So I don't know if the changing landscape of CrossFit is that it's changing and therefore it's not a changing landscape i don't know and now all of a sudden i'm getting myself confused so tell me something brian um as we move forward we're moving to fort worth uh obviously everything the the rumors surrounding you know masters and and teens adaptive everything that's kind of off of what we would call the main screen um dude what do you what do you think what, what's the way forward here yeah i mean sometimes you got to look backwards to look forward so if you just look at this past season I think there were, you know, a fair number of questions raised, maybe some concerns or complaints even in terms of the execution of various parts of the season. And then we kind of got some insights and information about that, you know, financially the CrossFit game season maybe didn't have an optimal year for themselves this year, culminating with the least coverage of the non-elite divisions, the masters, teenagers, uh, adaptive divisions at the CrossFit games that we've had in a while. And, it, you know, it's one of those situations where you could watch it, kind of. But if there was nothing, people would have asked for what we had. But with what we had, people were frustrated because they couldn't really tell what was going on because it was so far removed. We, we were kind of back and forth between whether there would be another year in Madison or not. It turns out there's not going to be. And so a new location, everyone was kind of waiting for that. And then they announced... They announced the dates, uh, kind of a little bit of conflict of information. In the original announcement, they amended it very quickly, and it's four days. Four days is not a lot of time to get in the number of divisions, nearly 30 divisions that we had at the CrossFit Games this year. Thinking about the location, being in Fort Worth, it doesn't take a lot to, to kind of evaluate what the temperature's like there. Even if there are multiple venues available, there's not a full scope of a day that you can safely and realistically have competition outdoors. So it seems to me unlikely that all 30 so or so divisions would be participating in that event at that location over four days. If that's the case, or if that you know if that's the case, where not all of the divisions are competing there during that time period, then that's why I think people are starting to ask questions about well, well, what is going to happen with the divisions that aren't elite men, women, and teams? And I think those are totally fair questions. <clears throat> Adrian Bosman was at the pit team throwdown. I don't think that was a mistake that he was there. What was he doing there? Well, he was probably learning from the premier teenage competition that exists in the off-season. Maybe he wants to work with them. Maybe trying to get some best practices. Maybe there's going to be some kind of a collaboration. If that's the case, 
then there's, you know, this year at the 15th Road and I was there, we were able to do commentary and provide a broadcast for a fairly low budget. That was a big step forward for Brock Yost and Stephanie Price and everyone who puts that competition on. And that was a lot more coverage than the teenage athletes got at the CrossFit Games. So let's just say that there is a scenario where the teenage CrossFit Games exist under an umbrella format of CrossFit partnering with Pit Teen Throwdown since that's you know where they were at. And they can provide a full video broadcast of that competition. CrossFit can maybe you know provide some resources in terms of judges, media, volunteers, who knows, maybe financially as well. Um, and maybe they, they can, uh, you know, instead of being there with the elite individuals, which there's some reward for that for sure, for the teenagers to kind of be around their peers and competing on the same floor as them, but what's the trade-off? You don't get the coverage. You don't get the same maybe level of attention that you get when you go to the pit. But you don't, if you go to the pit, you don't get to call yourself a games athlete. What if there was a combination of those things? If that ends up being the case, there's always going to be resistance. There will always be people that will be you – know, they're going to complain about something just for the hell of it. But No, uh, I those think, people don't <laughs> exist. I think if, that, if something like that were to happen, that there would be a far more pros than cons. Yeah. I, I, I got to say, so you, you talk about Fort Worth. So I'm, I'm from two hours south of Fort Worth. Waco area. Uh, the, the, yeah, absolutely. The Waco, I'm from Temple, actually. I lived so. in Texas for nearly five years. No Kyle, kidding. So. Yeah, played oh. college soccer there, so I know all about Where did Fort you play soccer at? Concordia University, Texas in no, Austin. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the problem, Brian. Here's the problem, Brian. I am a, f- I am a graduate of the University of Mary Hardin-Baylor. I know. I, I, know, I knew that based yeah, on we're, what we're you gonna said. Yeah, we're going to have to end this podcast right now. Thank you so much. For, I'm You're even, even wearing UMHP colors right I, now. Absolutely. I've got, I've got my brand. The <laughs> Turns out they're also Concordia University of Texas well, colors. <laughs> well, sort of. It's a different color purple, Brian. Let's be honest here. So, no, that's I, right. I didn't even know that. Well, fantastic. Look, I'm, I'm learning here already. Um, okay, so so you we, we talked about the heat, obviously. Not going to talk too much about that. You know what I'm not looking forward to about the games this year, Brian? I'm not looking forward to all of the uh, the fake Texas branding that's going to show up at the maybe not with the games, but can you imagine all of the videos that are going to start off with "Howdy, y'all"? Like, you don't think Rogue softened the blow a little bit? You know, maybe they have. Um, I, you know, when I go to Rogue, and it's fun. I got a funny story about Rogue for you, but at Rogue, I feel like it's a lot of Texas people. Um, I mean, there's there's people coming from all over, but Rogue may have softened the blow. So speaking of Rogue, all right, and you may not remember this, but if you do, it'd be hilarious. So last year at the at the Rogue uh, uh, the Rogue Invitational, you were sitting outside on a curb, like by a gate that was closed. You're trying to get away from everybody, and and I'm walking with my friend, and and my friend um, he looks at me, and he goes, "Hey, that's Brian, friend over there." I go, "Oh yeah." And you've got your phone. You're looking at your phone. He goes, I think they're doing a podcast right now. And so I'm saying that we're pulling up on our phones and we're trying to look, see if they're doing. And so what happens is, is, is we're sitting there and, and we're looking at our phones and we're looking at Brian and Brian looks over at us and just kind of gives us a little uh, like, yes, I'm here. Yes, it's me. Wave. And he even shows up on the pod. He's like, yeah, there's some people that are like, no, I'm on the podcast. That was me, by the way. <laughs> so thank you for the uh, the shout out on the Savon podcast. Uh, yeah. Even though there was no names, there was no faces, but uh, I'd like to say Brian was talking about me on the Savon podcast. Absolutely. I was told him this guy's got an incredible beard. Can't wait to see what it looks like a year from now. <laughs> now, oh my gosh. Okay, so, uh, but so, so we get back to the, the Masters Fitness Championship right here. So you obviously you weren't here yesterday, but but you know you you, you saw a little bit about what was going on um, between the swim and the uh, the landscaping duty with the 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 200 pound sandbag for the elite men, the 150 for the elite ladies. 
Um, Not those weights at every division, by the way. Scale as we no, went up, we scaled down. <laughs> yeah, you, you, sorry, you'll forget. I, I, I like to lead off with the two fifty or the two hundred one fifty. Uh, the shock value goes way up, um, but but it does. Yeah. It, it is scaled down as as it goes. Um, I, I mean, with the challenges that are being thrown at them this weekend. I mean, when you look at this, do you say this is this is a games level type? Like this is when they leave here, we'll know who the fittest person in this competition were and and we talk about it. i mean if we're if we're expanding this and and i'm not saying expanding masters fitness in general but i mean just just with possibly the games moving on i mean do we think that this is the type of competition that we can look at and go this could be the fittest master in the world if we had everybody here represented yeah i mean you know programming is a is a massive topic of conversation i believe cj martin from invictus is programming again for the competition here this year he's been in the game forever coached athletes at every level, elite individual teams, masters, you name it. And so obviously a great programming mind. One of the things, because I've worked with many programmers who program their own competitions and then who've been hired to program competitions that are not their own. Sometimes they're hired because they're experts in programming. Sometimes they have a, a big brand that can support and promote. And for whatever the reason, the thing that you always have to deal with is specific limitations. What's the size of the field of play? How many lanes do I have? How many divisions do I have? How much time do I have? How much can I get in in a day? There are 40 divisions here, as we mentioned. You know, you got three days. Do you have unlimited access to machines, barbells, kettlebells, sandbags, you name it, what equipment do you have? So you have to start somewhere. The thing that separates the games from everything else is that their limits are much lower. They can run outside, swim in lakes. They can get pretty much anything they want from Rogue, including stuff that's never existed before. And so you can test a greater breadth and depth simply because of resource. When you come here, yeah, this is a great programmer. These people are that organize this competition are incredibly passionate about the Masters community, and that's what they're striving for. What you said is, if, if yeah, if we had a three-day competition that has seven, eight scored events, we would like to say, yeah, we we know who the fittest Masters athlete in every division who competed this weekend is because we tested a wide spectrum of fitness. When I look at the programming here and I look at the things that are being used, I see this is pretty, I would say, like uh, entry level. There's no like crazy implements. Um, there's no like super out of the box stuff. Maybe the swimming, uh, but they're doing shuttle runs. You know, they're not doing long distance trail running or uh, even running laps around a track or anything like that. Um, there's no super odd object, object type of stuff. They have some good diversity of gymnastics. You know, they got a big chipper where you got toes to bar pull-ups and chest to bar pull-ups. You got some Lego rope climbs in there. You have some handstand walking. So you're checking many of the boxes. But um, I would say the you know the main thing that would limit this from being a comparable programming to games programming is is resource, which is not necessarily the fault of CJ or Masters Fitness Championship, but for what they have available to them, it's pretty well rounded. Absolutely. Well, so speaking of well-rounded, uh, we're going to let, C or, excuse me, we're going to let Brian, I was about to call you CJ, we're going to let Brian go and, and uh, kind of observe and enjoy, do what he does best and, and break things down. Um, we're going to talk to Brian again tomorrow. He's just finding out about that now, but he's so nice yeah, and absolutely. so willing. We're going to talk to Brian tomorrow and, and, and kind of get a chance to talk to him a little bit about some athletes, get a chance to talk to him about what he's seeing from some of these divisions um, as we go forward. Hey, keep an eye on our social medias. Brian's going to show up on there. Brian's going to show up on the recaps tonight. He's here to help us. He's being absolutely awesome with us uh, so Brian thanks for joining us today man we'll uh, we'll chat with you very soon my pleasure Kyle